Wang Xiu Ku Chan. Wang Xiu weeps for Yuan Tan. Hello, children. Have you ever heard of the ancient Chinese book Lun Yu? Some of you might wonder, what does Lun Yu mean? Lun Yu means the Analects or the Analects of Confucius. It's a collection of what Confucius taught, what he said, and what he did, and they were recorded respectfully by his students. There's a line in the book. And it goes, 子曰，君子义以为治。Confucian, which means, Confucius said, to a person of noble character, rightness is essential. It tells us that the sage Confucius observed that rightness is essential to a person when interacting with others and handling matters. When we interact with others, we should be sincere. We should put rightness before profit. We should acknowledge the kindness we've received, and repay it whenever we can. This should be the guiding principle of forming a friendship. In the beginning of the third century, the last years of the later Han Dynasty. There was a person of noble character. When at home, he genuinely loved and respected his parents. Being a government official, he quashed the rebellions and brought peace to the regions he governed. He always did what's morally right when interacting with others, and he held fast to his moral principles. And kept his integrity intact under all circumstances. Even Cao Cao, a Chinese politician known for being suspicious, treated him with much respect. And he was Wang Xiu. Today, we'll find out how he treated his friend. Wang Xiu was from Shandong Province. North China, he was known to be upright and broad-minded. As a man of honor, he always did what's morally right. When he was appointed to govern a region as a government official, he always fairly rewarded the good and punished the bad, and was tough on those who were powerful but disruptive to the people's lives. That was why. He was much loved by the locals. When he was seven, Wang Xiu's mother passed away on the day of commemorating the land. Now, children, the land commemoration was an important ceremony in ancient China. At the ceremony, people contributed their bowls of rice, expressed their gratitude to the source of their prosperity. And went back in their thoughts to the beginning of all beings. It's why 
the land commemoration was very important to ancient Chinese, and it was held every year throughout China, without exception. However, in the following year of his mother's passing, Wang Xiu was extremely sad on the anniversary of his mother's death, which, as you know, coincided. With the day of the land commemoration, as soon as the villagers heard about his sadness, they stopped the ceremony altogether. It showed how much they respected Wang Xiu and his mother, the virtuous lady, who gave birth to and educated such a virtuous son. When he was twenty, Wang Xiu left his hometown and traveled to Nanyang. Henan Province, North China, in the hope of finding teachers who could teach him more about the wisdom of ancient sages. After his arrival at Nanyang, he stayed with a local family, and the landlord was called Zhang Feng. But soon after, the entire Zhang family caught an infectious disease, and no one was willing to look after them. At this critical moment, Wang Xiu stayed and nursed them. He didn't leave until the whole family was fully recovered. In the year two hundred, the general Yuan Shao dispatched his eldest son Yuan Tan to govern Shandong Province. Knowing Wang Xiu to be a man of honor, Yuan Tan appointed Wang Xiu. To be his senior official, Wang Xiu was most grateful to Yuan Tan for acknowledging his virtue and talent, and for providing him with the opportunity of serving the people with his virtue and talent. In the year two hundred two, Yuan Tan's father Yuan Shao died of illness, and someone forged Yuan Shao's will, stating that. Yuan Tan's younger brother Yuan Shang was chosen to be the heir. Gradually, the two brothers grew apart. In the following year, a battle was waged between the two brothers, and Yuan Tan lost it. As soon as Wang Xiu heard the news about Yuan Tan, he led a group of his men to rescue Yuan Tan. With much delight. Yuan Tan acclaimed, "The one who rescued and protected my army was Wang Xiu." After that battle, Yuan Tan didn't give up, and wanted to attack his younger brother again. So he consulted Wang Xiu and asked, "Have you any workable strategies?" At this point, Wang Xiu replied, "Sir." Brothers are like one's arms. Waging a war with one's brother is like a person who wants to fight an opponent, but he cuts off his right arm and says, "I'll definitely win." But how could it possibly work? If a person abandons his own brothers, who else under heaven can he trust and rely on? I do hope that. You turn a deaf ear to any slanders about your brother. Better still, 
find a few of those generating the slanders and punish them as a gesture of warning. When you and your brother are back on good terms, work together to defend against the invasions from different directions. The world will be yours. Unfortunately, Yuan Tan didn't take Wang Xiu's advice. He waged another battle with his brother, and lost it again. Now, children, do you still remember Cao Cao, the politician I mentioned at the beginning of the story? In his time, China was once again split into several states, and he was the leader of another state. After capturing Hebei Province, North China, Cao Cao and his army attacked Yuan Tan in one of the counties of Hebei, which is called Nanpi. At that time, Wang Xiu was supervising the transportation of food in Jiangxi Province, South China. As soon as he heard the news that Yuan Tan was in danger, he galloped to Nanpi with a few dozens of his men. To rescue Yuan Tan. Halfway through the journey, Wang Xiu received the news that Yuan Tan died. He was too grieved to continue the journey. He dismounted his horse, and cried his heart out. Without you, to whom should I serve? Immediately after his arrival in Nanpi, Wang Xiu went to see Cao Cao. And requested Cao Cao to give him Yuan Tan's body for a proper burial. However, Cao Cao had already placed Yuan Tan's head at the top of the town gate for public display. He also ordered, "Whoever pays tribute to Yuan Tan will be killed, together with their parents' immediate families, their spouses' immediate family, and their children." Despite of Cao Cao's heartless order, Wang Xiu still put on his mourning clothes and wept under Yuan Tan's head at the town gate. Cao Cao's men arrested Wang Xiu and took him to Cao Cao. Cao Cao asked him, "Don't you worry about the lives of your family?" Wang Xiu replied, "When Yuan Tan was alive." I received much kindness from him. Now he's dead. If I didn't even show my grievance and pay tribute to him, it would turn me into a dishonorable man. If you allow me to bury his body, I have no regret to sacrifice the lives of my entire family. Now, children, guess what Cao Cao did. Cao Cao was truly touched by Wang Xiu's rightness and wholeheartedness to our friend. So, he granted Wang Xiu's request, and treated him with much respect. This is an excellent example of the incredible power of one's positive force. Now, children. What did we learn from Wang Xiu's real-life story? He wept for his mother out of his innate respect and love for her. 
On several occasions, he selflessly rescued his friend Yuan Tan out of danger. This is trustworthiness. He wept for Yuan Tan. This is wholeheartedness. He did not change his gratitude to Yuan Tan, even at the danger of his whole family being killed. This is uprightness. He felt that not being able to pay tribute to Yuan Tan would be dishonorable. This is his sense of shame. Wang Xiu was truly an excellent example of a good child and a good friend. He could do it. I'm sure we can also strive to emulate him.